Good morning, y'all. Um, today, these two readings, for the, both from the Acts of the Apostles and the Gospel, are both incredible, and it's very hard to choose one to preach about. Um, but since we're going to be in the Bread of Life discourse for the rest of the week, it's going to get much deeper into Jesus telling us of His flesh and His blood to eat and to drink in the Holy Eucharist. Um, I'm going to save that for um, the next couple of days. I want to focus today, my heart is drawn to Stephen here in the first reading, the first martyr of the church. Um, he gets stoned to death in proclaiming Jesus as Lord. You know, um, I think there's something to be said about suffering. Stephen suffered well. Stephen was in the middle of being persecuted. His life was at stake. Um, but even in the midst of the persecution, he was strong and he was speaking boldly uh, to the, the Jewish people. And his suffering did not go to waste. I think it's important that we suffer well. I'll never forget whenever I was a, a young uh, priest, my first year in the priesthood, I was at a parish, uh, St. Lucy and St. Luke. One of the parishioners of St. Lucy uh, was an elderly woman, and she was suffering terribly from cancer. It had just eaten up her whole body. The doctors gave her just a couple months to live. And I'll never forget, she came into my office with her little oxygen tank, and um, she told me, she said, Father, she said, I don't have too long to live. She said, and um, you're new here, and so you don't know me, and you're going to do my funeral. And so I want you to know who I am. And she began to tell me her whole life story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it was beautiful. I sat and I cried. I was in awe of this woman and the life that she's lived. And now she sits before me uh, in her final couple of months uh, to make sure that I knew her. And she said, I want you to tell my grandkids and my great-grandkids in your homily about me. She said, tell them that I have lived my life with no regrets. That made me think a lot as a young priest, to live life with no regrets. Could I say that at the end of my life? And a couple of days before she passed away um, and went home to the Father, I went to her house and I celebrated Mass right there at her bed. So she was long ways right here, and I was at the foot of her bed, and I had one of those little, those little hospital tables that slide underneath the bed, and, and you're sitting on top right there. So that table was right on top of her feet. So if you can imagine that in your mind. So she's laying, I'm looking right at her, so she would be able to see the Eucharist whenever I consecrate Jesus. And, uh, and she was just laying there, just totally eaten up by cancer, and her body was just a shell of uh, covered with skin. And um, I remember thinking, oh man, I forgot my crucifix. Because whenever you celebrate Mass like we have here, you're supposed to have a crucifix to remind you of the passion of Jesus. And I remember as a young priest kind of panicking for a minute because I didn't have the right stuff. I said, oh my, I don't have my crucifix. And immediately I heard in my heart, the Lord spoke to me. And, uh, and He said, I'm laying down crucified in front of you. In this woman... Jesus was present in her suffering. He was laying there crucified. I could meditate on the crucified Lord right there in front of me in her person. She suffered well. And there's nothing like the suffering of a Christian who doesn't suffer with hopelessness, but suffers with a great sense of hope that there's no regrets in life. And she couldn't wait. That's what she, I'll never forget that. She said, I can't wait to get to heaven. She said, I worked hard all my life to get to heaven. 
And now I finally get to go. I think that's the, the heart of Stephen. Worked hard to get to heaven. Giving his life for Jesus, for what he believes in. He's not just speaking about a man who died on a cross, but he's speaking about a man who raised himself up from the dead. A man whom he came to believe and to know was the God-man. The God-made flesh, Jesus Christ. Stephen was convicted in his spirit, so much so that he gave his life. And what did suffering well do for the church? Well, the scripture says that there was a young man there whom they laid their clothes at his feet. His name was Saul. And Saul consented to the murder of Stephen. Who was Saul? Well, we come to know Saul a little bit later on in the scriptures. He becomes the great Saint Paul the Apostle. And I'm sure that this scene replayed over and over in Paul's mind. Why would somebody, why in the world would somebody lay down their life in the prime of their youth? Why would they lay down their life for someone who was a madman and crazy, claiming to be the Messiah? I'm sure Paul thought about this a lot, and I'm sure that it was something uh, that he must have grieved over once he converted to the church and came to know Jesus himself. I can't imagine what that day would have been like whenever Paul gets to heaven and is reunited with Saul. I mean, and reunited with uh, Stephen. Without Stephen's death, without Stephen suffering well, without Stephen being bold in the way that he proclaimed Jesus, I don't know if we would have had the great Saint Paul. Sometimes our suffering can impact other people's lives in ways that we will never see. But if we suffer well as a Christian, and we suffer with hope in Jesus and in eternal life, then those who look upon us in our sufferings can also live a life of hope in Jesus. Amen.